had a shock chop today. Uh, how was that? Not well. I realized well two things. One, not absolute trash. It's actually a very good white ale or a uh, Belgian white. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, it's like the, one of the first beers I've opened. I think in the last like year and a half. That's a twist hop. You're just because <laughs> I'm such a hipster. Yeah. Like even even Deschutes is like a pop top. Welcome to Chess Talk, episode 122. Maybe the nerdiest episode we're ever going to put out. Uh, I am Cody. Oh, I gotta get chess ready. I forgot about that. No, play it with Rob. That's fine. I can play it with Rob. How do I play chess? Uh, hello, Rob is here. Hello, I am Rob. <laughs> uh, okay. So yes, chess has started. Rob is here. Brittany is here. What are we talking about today, Britt? What? <laughs> um, I'll I'll take it from here. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Rob. You're not even We're talking about playing chess. <laughs> We're playing Star Wars. <laughs> We're playing Star Wars? That's right. This episode's a dumpster fire already. <laughs> I told you to start <laughs> over. No, we keep it. We keep the trash. But yes. <laughs> Unedit- unedited for their glory. We wanted to get ready for The Last Jedi, and we wanted, I don't know, an easier format for the podcast for the next couple of weeks while we figure this out, so we wanted to go through and watch all the Star Wars movies and just talk about them and what we think about them, kind of as objective as possible, and just how we see them as a movie on their own. So yeah, that was the idea, and we wanted to watch it in chronological order of when they came out in the world. So we started with the originals. That's what we're going to do. That summon up adequately, Britt? Yeah. Okay. And then what did you do, Rob? I was out of town and totally scrubbed up and didn't watch neither the chronological trilogy in terms of the timeline of Star Wars, nor did I watch the current ones we're talking about. So I'm going off memory here, and it's going to be an interesting conversation. Memory and Wikipedia. So and we, Yeah, of course. The most historically accurate thing. And you're gonna be playing chess against me while we do this. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose horribly, but yes, I will play chess with you. That's fine. Do you want any backstory? Like, I think everyone in the world knows what Star Wars is. No, but I mean, like with ourselves, like our experience with Star Wars. Sure. I've seen A New Hope a couple times, but the last time I saw it was probably five or ten years ago. I've seen Empire Strikes Back maybe twice, and I've seen Return of the Jedi I think once. So the original trilogy, I'm pretty iffy on, or I was until I watched this and took notes. I know you haven't seen them in a while, right, Britt? Okay, so we took notes, and when we were watching episode five, my first note was... Oh, no, my second note was, I realized I've never seen these movies. Um, <laughs> so... So you have almost no prior knowledge. I remember to... like my brother watching all the movies one time when I was really young, and I would walk in the room and see like certain scenes, and so I just thought I watched them. Yeah, you had seen like some scenes, but not the movies yeah. from start to finish. The only ones I have seen in full are Episode One and Two in theaters. And the Force Awakens. And the Force and Awakens Rogue and Rogue One. I meant from like <laughs> the first six ones that existed. Okay, and then what about you, Rob? Because you're the oldest. Oh, man. Th- wow, thank you for throwing that shade. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, so I, I I don't remember how long ago it was that I saw it because the last time I remember like 
watching them with any focus was back when they were on VHS. So that was, you know, 10 plus years ago. Um, but I had watched them more recently, but not with as much attention. But I do remember the 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 first three that were released. So uh, three, four, five. Sorry, four, five, six. Um, pretty pretty well. I hate I hate that because the the way they were released time wise is always it throws my brain around. Um, I do remember them, and the first time watching them, it was they were really fun. Like it's like a space opera. Like oh, this is really cool. It's like this new like lore to get into. And then when one, two, three came out. It, it kind of changed the perspective a little bit. It was like these look kind of crappy, but uh, I do remember them. And I, I've seen episodes one, two, three in theaters, and then four, five, six, obviously on VHS and um, some sort of digital media. Right. Okay. Yeah, I saw the prequels all in theaters because that's just when I was growing up, and I had parents that wanted to see Star Wars, so I just got lumped along into seeing them with them. Yeah, I think it's. I think most most people's kind of the same experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys ready? Oh, I'm so ready. I think so, I'm ready. What was the first note you wrote for episode four? There's no sound in space. <laughs> <laughs> so you wrote those kind of notes. like Yes, very... funny. <laughs> no, that's something that always bothers me about like movies that take place in space. Like Firefly is still the only science fiction that has done it right to me. There's no sound in space. But they took it off the air. I, um, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> they got it right, but they got it so wrong. Yeah, those are the kind of notes I took, so get ready for a lot of that. I wrote that... I thought it was cool that Rogue One was the very first victory for the Rebels, because that's in the opening crawl. It's like there was a recent skirmish or whatever that was victorious for the Rebels, and they retroactively made it a movie. So I, I don't know. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I think they've done yeah. like a really good job like creating a story within a story, I guess. They did really speaking of going to Rogue Rogue, uh, Rogue One, they did a really good job of kind of blending that like you talked about the transition between that standalone movie into, you know, one of the first movies that came or sorry, the first movie that came out and making it effectively seamless. It was I think really well done. Oh yeah, that was incredible to me. The movie immediately starts out with just like random ass stuff that you're just supposed to care about which i didn't get like you're on the rubble ship and these people are fighting you don't know who they are you don't know why they're running and why they're trying to hide these plans and you just see like these robots doing seemingly nothing and i was just confused i was like what is happening in this movie and why is this why am i supposed to care about it that's those are my like kind of first thoughts with episode four um, I get that, but it's kind of a, it's kind of a normal thing in like literature. What's it called? In media's res or something. Yeah, that's ex- when you start first started saying that's exactly. Why. I couldn't think of the the, yeah. the term for it. Yeah, yeah. It's different. It's like a different approach to movies that I haven't seen in a long time because everything is like exposition, exposition. But this, it's like you're in the middle of it, and you learn as it goes along what's going on. But I think that's like a cool way to structure a film. You didn't see it as a negative thing. You thought that was just, oh, this is how this movie is. Yeah, like it was refreshing because I feel like every other Star Wars movie that's come out over the last few years or 10, 20 years, like there's all this exposition and then they get to the story and then there's some action. But like this, like right away, you're just like, what is going on? And it draws you in. Do you think they started doing that because people were complaining that the movies didn't make sense or that's just how 
movies in general started to go. I think that's how movies in general started to go. Yeah, I think that's the, the trend. Movies seem to be, um, I don't, I, for lack of a better term, dumbing down. But I think they're just trying to make them much more approachable. Um, yeah. Whereas, like the in media res type thing, it requires you to pay attention to the storyline, and every little minutia is important versus um, bringing you in slowly, like exposition wise. You don't have to pay as much attention because you can kind of pick it up as you go along. Oh, this guy looks bad. This guy is good. There's not as much like uh, mental processes going on in comparison. I find it a lot more refreshing, like I said, and yeah. So I didn't think it was a negative. I don't know that you did. Not negative. It just it was weird to me because again, it's not something movies do nowadays. So I'm not used to it. Yeah. At the end of the movie, I was trying to put myself in the shoes and be like, why did people latch onto this movie specifically so hard? I can get to that yeah. later. I didn't like... I guess this all ties into the fact that they spent so long in the robots. Like, the first 40 minutes, nothing really happens. Yeah. It's just you watching C-3PO and R2-D2 wandering the desert, going somewhere, you don't know where, and just hoping they end up there, and then suddenly they're kidnapped and you're like what is happening in this movie and like why is this why am i following these robots you know i i can see that too especially given that the movie's like it's two hours long you could have cut that that scene a little bit shorter and but i think maybe they're trying to go for the gravity of the situation like how desolate this place is mm-hmm. th- maybe I, I don't know like thinking back i completely forgot about that because i don't see how it was relevant other than oh that's how luke got them but it dragged on for so long. It felt like most of the movie was like passing by as all this was happening. Yeah. One of my notes is, the fuck are sand people, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. It's just they introduced alien species, and you're like, And then oh, you never okay. see them again. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh yeah, that's right, we're in space. It's not just a desert. Like, yeah. I feel like that's why they introduced stuff like sand people and yeah. Jawas. Or like, Which I get. They are. It's kind of clever world building without having to explain put the science behind it. Into it. <laughs> yeah. It's George Lucas is like, I just put sand people. There you go. They exist. Beware. Space. The final. Fr- nope. Sorry. Different one. <laughs> Luke was pretty annoying in the first couple scenes he was in. He really was. Mark Hamill was a terrible actor in the first movie. He got better. I don't know if he was a terrible actor. I just think that they didn't know what they were doing with Luke or the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so they were just like, just be annoying and make it seem like you don't care about your quote-unquote parents. I He's, feel like that's the direction he was given. He was very angsty. Yeah, angsty teen for sure. Yeah, it was it very much... I, I don't... Did they ever say how old he was in the continuity no. of the films? So, I mean, it could, he could have been much younger than he appears to be. He could have been like in his teens. Um and he's just, you know, being whiny because that's what teenagers are. Yeah. Yeah, they they don't mention it. They never say how old he was, and they never say how long ago the original stuff happened, like when Obi-Wan and Anakin were together. I, I don't remember them ever specifying a timeline. At least not in the continuity of, like, what the film show. I mean, I I'm, think I'm there's, yeah. in terms of story-wise, in the like lore. Like a book or something. The, yeah, the, I think the lore uses it as a as a, the battle of yavin as a reference point when he finally meets obi-wan 
I was like, this dude is insane. <laughs> because he just starts spouting off these, like, oh, your father was a wizard, and he did all this stuff across the galaxy, and Luke was just like, oh, okay, yeah, I totally believe you. I was just like, what? <laughs> this old hermit, let's listen to this guy. He knows yeah. what's up. Old crazy Ben, I think that's what he calls him at one point, and I'm like, yeah. you just yeah. believe what he said? <laughs> Uh, get, 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 and then, then the whole concept of, uh, I remember this the scene has been uh, memed a couple times of where he gives Luke the lightsaber. It's like, here, take this deadly blade that you've never yeah. used before. Play with it, this. Yeah. And immediately <laughs> opens it and is just like swinging it around. I was like, that's how you die, you idiot. That's how you decapitate people. <laughs> just, yeah. But the force is yeah. strong with this one. Mm, something's wrong with him. Did you have any issues with that? It, or were you just like, oh, You know, okay. I honestly didn't think much of it. I just kind of take this whole franchise at face value. I'm just like, okay, this is happening. But at the time, like, it just seemed like such a bold move. Maybe it's just because be like, I believe. know who Obi-Wan Kenobi is and I trust him myself that I was okay with him doing it. <laughs> but, like, thinking objectively, like, he's kind of crazy. 100% he's crazy. He's an insane person. He is, he is a crazy person. <laughs> uh, they use a lot of screen wipes. <laughs> I was not a fan of that. It was 77. And it was screen wipes and like star wipes and just like all the different transitions you get from Windows Movie Maker. I was like, why? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I remember it just kind of blops out and it's like, oh, you're in space now. Okay. Yeah, just, oh, this is a different conversation that's happening now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. I forgot about that. That's funny. Yeah. But I think, that's, it was, I think it was like a new technological thing because... I remember, like, the um, behind-the-scenes stuff for the movies. The crawl was done all manually. Like, it literally was, like, a piece of paper. They just literally slowly yes. dragged. Mm. So, I probably legitimately probably was just, like, new tech. But, like, hey, look what we can do. Yeah, we have the money to do this now. Let's do it. Um, when they get into the fight at the bar scene, and Obi-Wan just chops some dude's arm off, because why not? <laughs> I'm insane. The arm is bloody. And I thought that was weird. There was, like, a bloody body part in Star Wars when I don't remember that there ever being blood in a movie about lasers and superheated swords. I don't know if you remember that at all, Rob. What exactly are you talking about? Where he cuts his arm off and there's, like, no blood? No, there is blood. Oh, there was blood? There was blood. Like, it had a close-up on the arm sitting on the ground, and there was, like, blood coming out of the stub, basically. What was left? We could chalk it up to Lucas not knowing sci-fi and science fact like and how knowing that it would that. superheat it and cauterize it and stuff yeah because i think later on like in um like when luke gets his hand cut off and sorry spoilers luke gets his hand cut <laughs> off um and then like when qui-gon Jin gets you know knifed by darth maul spoiler um, neither in oh sorry shit okay. um <laughs> neither neither instance does it show um any sort of blood so i think it may have been like a, a continuity issue oh yeah like even they, oh, in Return of the Jedi, when Luke is going, again, basically insane, killing everybody, there's no blood. There's never even, like, a wound when he hits people. They just fall over. Yeah, and that could be also in a, in a desire, because I think regulators back then were much more strict about what's allowed in, in media. Mm-hmm. And these so were they... rated PG, I think, right? While you're looking it up. <laughs> PG. It's PG. It's PG. Oof. Go on, Brit. <laughs> uh... Do you want, I guess, the adjusted for inflation box office gross for Star Wars? 
Uh, or the original, sure. like the not adjusted for inflation. So the not adjusted for inflation. Yes. Which one? Wait, what? Which, do you want to guess the not adjusted? <laughs> not or? not adjusted. The okay. not adjusted one. I think it's close to like eighty million. What about you, Rob? Almost says like a hundred ten million. Uh, its initial theatrical run earned two hundred twenty million dollars. Dang, Jeez. that's a lot of money. Yeah. Adjusted for inflation, it made two billion eight hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, eight hundred twenty-five million dollars, which is makes it the third highest-grossing film of all time. Adjusted for inflation. Yeah, I wonder why they made more of these. Yeah. Hmm. Makes you wonder why Disney is such a powerhouse these days. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy to me. Uh, that's one amazing, but two also terribly sad that our dollar has gone up ten times. <laughs> sorry, gone down ten times in value. Yeah, not, different different podcast. D- d- for sure, different podcast. Save it for the Ruben report. <laughs> very topical. Very topical. When they were leaving the cantina and everyone got the Millennium Falcon, everyone put seatbelts on. <laughs> Really? That is, that's yeah. hilarious. Like, everyone, like, sat down, stopped, and, like, clicked in their seatbelt, and I was like, what the heck? There's seatbelts in this? <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> this whole thing I was just watching, and I was like, they had no idea what they were doing with this movie and, like, what they wanted to accomplish as far as the franchise goes. Yeah. I don't think he planned on making more than one. I, I think that's actually true. I think it initially was just, like, a fun thing that he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I he think just it was had, like, the off... money for yeah, because he, he what was the movie called like like THX something? THX no, that 11. was that was his other movie. His first he had another movie. Feature. Yeah, right. That's what that was, and then he made this because he wanted to. Who knows why? <laughs> yeah, because it looks like um, he made decent amount of money off of uh, THX, and that was able to allow him to get the budget to go into doing this but i think it was another one of those things where it's definitely like a, a sci-fi kind of thing mm-hmm. that he could just mess around with but i, I don't yeah i think britney's right he wasn't expecting it initially to be as crazy good and he's like well sh- we gotta do something cohesive here yeah we had to make some sort of story make sense enough to make multiple movies there is something uh, i want to touch on you can find it on on youtube if anyone wants to look for it there was a guy who went over the comparison between star wars episode one and then consequently uh sorry not episode one episode uh, four five and six the story progression is very similar to other sci-fi stuff from about 40 years prior yeah and there is a lot of similarities so he may have initially drawn from that to create right. a cohesive storyline i'm sure the storytelling is very much a product of the time yeah, for sure. And just what he grew up watching and absorbing and things like that. Um, so what were they doing at this point? They were going to Alderaan. Yeah. Yes. But surprise, there's just a bunch of rocks here. Yeah. And and Obi-Wan gets a headache. And then they get pulled into the Death Star, right? I think so. Yes, correct. They get, they get pulled in and they end up learning about Princess Leia being trapped so they go to save her because mm-hmm. gallantry r2d2 freaked out right or obi-wan or something why'd they go save leia yeah, yeah was uh, it I, I think uh, uh r2 is uh, connected to that terminal trying to figure out how to disable the uh tractor beam so they can yeah. get the heck out of there and she he finds out that she's in lockup and he's like oh my gosh that's who i was with earlier we need to get her 
Uh, and so yeah. Luke being like, oh, we gotta save everybody. Yeah, and Han is, or Luke tells Han that she'll have yeah. money, and so he's okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really write plot notes because I'm like, it's Star Wars, people yeah. get the idea. Same. Yeah. This is very foundational, so it's you can look over some of the errors at least in the first like one or two films. Uh, with any time there was a lightsaber on screen in this movie specifically, there was a jump cut for when they activated it <laughs> to when it was fully activated. It would be just a complete cut between the two frames, and it was super noticeable every single time. Are you I'll trying to find it? When I watch it, I'll have to often like look for that because that's, that's really funny. It's not even something you have to look for. You just watch the movie, and it's like, oh, that's definitely a different scene that they just put in after the fact or whatever. Like, you could tell it's just they're now holding a different thing that is lit up somehow. <laughs> they're not holding flashlights. This is <laughs> Probably, yeah. Um, are you trying to find it, Britt? I am trying to find it. How many jump cuts there are in the film? Oh, no. Just look up. Something like Ben Kenobi versus Darth Vader original scene. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so like what happens? They, they Han and, and Luke, who's short for a stormtrooper, go and look for Leia, <laughs> and then <laughs> Chewie's a what? Chewie's a, a, a captive. Yeah, he's their bait to get to the prison compound. Yeah, I'm not even looking at the story. I don't remember the stuff. And they get found out, obviously, and so they start getting stormed, and then she. <laughs> Blast their way into uh, ducks, which lead them to the trash compactor. There's yep. a monster in there because what is why one of who knows and why is there organic life on the Death Star, which isn't habitable because it's a machine. Again, more things where I was like, yeah, this movie was just kind of all over the place, and they were just doing whatever they could to get the plot finally moving. I thought. I always liked the little uh, little thing that uh, Han Solo does when uh, the other stormtroopers try to communicate with him. He's like, we're good here. Everything's fine. Great. How are you? Yeah. He just <laughs> doesn't then, know what he's doing. Yeah. That was fun. He doesn't have those Jedi mind tricks. He don't. No Jedi mind tricks. Charisma. So that trash compactor monster is called Dinoga. Huh. Great. Um, of course it has a name. Okay, of course. Star Wars is a <laughs> minute. Well, it's got to have a name. It's in uh, all over the place. A lot of people die in this movie. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. a lot of people get murdered and... Choked. Isn't, yeah, choked and Ben Kenobi stabbing people and them just shooting stormtroopers and you never see them move again. Just for a PG movie, I was like, why is there so much just death happening? Yeah. You'd be surprised. I feel like it's a surprising thing to notice like what movie ratings versus how people die. I think the limitation really stems from how you depict death versus how people, I mean, how, how many people die. I, I yeah, I think it way. helps that they would just get a hit with a laser and like a puff of smoke would come out and they'd fall over. <laughs> it's Fireworks. not, yeah, it's not exactly brutal or something. It's just, Oh, they're sleeping. Uh, yeah. I thought it, that was one of my notes too, is that this was a lot darker than I expected or remembered. Cause like they kill off his aunt and uncle, like, so easily and so without like emotion like he did not seem bothered by it at all and they show you their corpses just burning at the front step yeah i was like what the hell this is depressing ben kenobi dies i know Brittany, you were surprised by this no i knew he died but 
it was kind of like that thing where I knew he was in the other movies somehow. Like how I knew Gandalf was in the other Lord of the Rings movies, but when I first watched Lord of the Rings, I was like, wait, what? Because <laughs> he died. Heck, it died. It was kind of one of those moments where I was, where I was like, you, you can't die. You're in the other movies. I know you're in the other movies. Yeah, he's barely in the other movies. I know, so it's but okay. like, significantly enough. He's the conscience of Luke. Yeah, uh, unfortunately for Obi or for uh, Obi Wan, he doesn't get the uh, elf god treatment to come back to life. Yeah. Yeah. So Ben dies. Whatever. We didn't really have much time to care about him. <laughs> and then they leave, and they're like, "Oh, we gotta destroy the Death Star." And there's like ten minutes left in the movie at this point. Yeah. yeah. And I remember Brittany turning to me and was like, "What else are they gonna do in this movie?" I was like, "They still have to blow up the Death Star." If that's my critique, I remember. It was super rushed. Like, all these characters come on screen like, hey, care about them. Okay, now they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. And just the plot seemed to have no general idea of how to pace itself. Like, why did we spend 20 minutes in the desert with C-3PO and R2-D2 and then 5 or 10 minutes at the end with the Death Star? And that's the climax, you know? It's funny you say that because there was this thing on Reddit literally today talking about the big edits that Marcia, or Maria, Marcia, uh, Lucas made. Um to the movies and how she won um, I think an Academy Award or something for her work on the films because of her edits and suggestion of cutting the movie a different way whereas Lucas did not win an award for like directing and I think the, the difference there is that she knew pacing and he did not know pacing and so she's the reason the movie is the way that it is uh, to some degree yeah like I mean obviously oh. you can't materialize new footage but definitely like right. recut the continuity of other films or continuity of different parts of films that's weird yeah I, I thought it was I don't like the pacing of this movie at all or and it, well, it's just pacing also with adding in different elements as well that didn't mm-hmm. exist so what would you rate the movie Brett you go first I'm gonna say I would give this a 6 out of 10 okay I do <laughs> I did not really like this movie it was kind of above average being objective but i spent so much of my time thinking why am i watching this why am i watching these characters what is the point you know you just maybe i'm lost being too harsh your entire audience this is only the first movie i'm okay i'll be okay. fine <laughs> uh that's fine i gave it a six and a half yeah i think I, the half was because i didn't want to be an asshole i don't think i'm being an asshole when there's, I just, I can't get over the pacing. That's pretty much it. It's not a bad movie as far as like what it's set up. It's just a bad movie as far as like if this was a standalone movie that never made sequels, like it'd be garbage. Mm-hmm. But because they got the opportunity to expand the universe and make it better, I was like, okay, fine. Yeah, it's only because the other movies that people like Episode Four as much as they do, I think. Because it's the one that started it all. So I think there's a lot of nostalgia that plays into it. Any thoughts on you, Rob? Like, what would you rate it based on... <laughs> From the, the tearing apart of this movie. Um, I was I would still give it a 7.5 because it's... For me, it's, it's hard to go back and watch movies like this and really give it an objective, yeah. you know, uh, um, contemporary, you know, for the movie viewpoint and be really honest about it. So I'm, I'm, I think seven and a half, eight, somewhere around there, I think is a solid, solid thing. Um, 
and the movie was, was lauded for all of its different like technological advancements then and, and the storyline everything else isn't that great so i don't think it's a, a decent enough movie but by no means is it some sort of like godfather epic that people pretend it is no right so i, th- I think that's the, that's the bigger challenge I tried to think of it just as a standalone movie in my rating because yeah. I don't want nostalgia and culture to impact. You have no culture. My opinion. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's racist. Okay, so episode five. Let's yeah. go. Immediately, first thing I wrote was Han is super clingy. He's being really weird and annoying to Leia out of nowhere. Yeah, they didn't set up anything between them in the first movie. In my opinion, and then all of a sudden, Absolutely he's like, not. "You love me," and she's just like, "What?" <laughs> I don't know if you remember that at all, Rob. But Han just comes out of the gate like, "Oh yeah, she's totally into me, and this is this is gonna work. We're gonna be a thing." Yeah. Okay, so I will <laughs> concede that, it, from what I remember, it is very it's a very uh, odd uh, character development. But I'm gonna go on a limb here and say it's definitely one of those like pushing kind of on someone's buttons to see do that they are genuinely can like into me kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah because that's kind of the, the han character he's, he's arrogant he's kind of a douche like he definitely gonna push for like something to happen there um and i get the clinginess factor but i, don't, I think maybe in 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 a in, in a vacuum it's kind of okay but like looking at how people normally react mm-hmm. and how movies are normally developed it's definitely a misstep yeah also, three years have passed since the end of the first movie, like, story-wise. Is that canonical? Yeah, it's in it's okay. on the Wikipedia. Three years after the destruction of the Death Star. Hmm. Yeah. So, in canon, three years have passed, so a lot has probably happened between them since then. I and just... this is Hoth, right? It's in this movie? Yeah, yeah, they're on Hoth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like... I can see why they felt comfortable doing that because so much time has passed. They just didn't really clue us into it, but they probably had no idea there'd be a sequel when they made the first movie, so I get it. No. Yeah, definitely like try to develop that without developing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't take as much issue with that as always as you did. I just thought it was weird, and it was one of the first things that really stuck out in the movie. Next thing I wrote was in the Yeti cave after Mark Hamill captured, he just is able to grab the lightsaber when he didn't really have training. And I don't know if in this trilogy training is as important as it is in the prequels or what. I just thought it was weird because I'm more used to the prequels and the clone wars and other series like that. So looking at the force awakens, um, very similar yeah, very similar thing where Ray is able to just kind of like, oh hey, uh, I'm gonna. I think it's towards the end of the movie where she's able to just like, I'm grabbing that. And she thing. did a Jedi mind trick not long before that as well. Again, no right. training, just like, oh, I can do this now. Right. So I think it's, again, I think this is just bad writing. Um, but I, maybe what they're going off of at this point is saying that because he's been clued into the Force, he understands what this thing is that he has he's able to you know use it he's learned that these powers exist and so you know the force is very much indicated is indicated by not indi- indicated but very much like driven by emotions mm-hmm. just to degrees um maybe in the moment of stress he's able to call on that 
power. Or that feeling, that whatever. Exactly, yeah. So, uh, writing-wise, terrible. Um, continuity and, like, concept-wise. I think at least with The Force Awakens, they kind of explain it because they hint towards Rey being a trainee of a Jedi. So, innately, or subconsciously, she might have those powers. She just doesn't know about it. Whereas, right. they might have done that because they knew if Rey suddenly was doing all this crazy Force stuff, people would complain. Han uses Luke's lightsaber, which is no issue whatsoever when he cuts open the Anton. Do you take note of that prayer? Did you even think about it? No. Yeah, like he just takes Luke's lightsaber from him and turns it on and just starts like cutting open the Tauntaun. But it's supposed to be a super difficult thing for a not Jedi user. Yeah, I feel like they didn't establish all that until the prequels. True. Or like the books or something. Yeah. I just thought it was weird because when do you ever see someone else use the lightsaber? You don't. In the original show? I was yeah. just trying to go into this as like they had no rules yet. Uh, yeah, I'm not trying to like catch him and be like, aha, you messed up. I'm just like, yeah. oh, this is interesting. Like, why? Yeah. Why Why do? <laughs> why Why you do this? Yeah, why, mm. why do thing and then never do thing again? Hmm. <laughs> it is interesting, but it's flawed. Everyone has their flaws. Every movie <laughs> has its flaws. It's true. They try really hard to make the Empire seem like the bad guys. But I don't know what the Empire has done wrong so far in the movie. Well, Alderaan, of course. Yeah. Empire did nothing wrong. When they, like... Basically. <laughs> when they destroyed a planet? I mean, Beca- that's, that's they pretty destroyed, grievous. They destroyed a planet because they thought that was where the rebellion was held. And the rebels are killing innocent people and imperial people for no real reason. And so like, let's nip this are in you, the bud. Are you a sympathizer? I feel like you're, you're Yeah, a he's a Nazi here. sympathizer. <laughs> That's really what's going on here. <laughs> Sir, you need to go. No, but what what did the Empire do before Alderaan? I think they try to show you just the innate evilness of it when Darth Vader mm. just kills each person that works for him when they he mildly like upsets them. Everyone yeah. has a terrible micromanagement. Stop <laughs> defending <laughs> him. He's he's middle management. He's very upset with his position yeah. in, in the system. You know, this is his one outlet. I can't, can't take anything mad. you say seriously now. <laughs> I don't trust your opinion on the Empire, Darth Vader. Considering you, considering you, the plot is actually worthwhile i think it's 20 minutes into the movie or 30 minutes into the movie and stuff is happening you're actually because of the first movie you're able to care about everything that's happening and i think that's what they did right with this trilogy is they set it up i thought the whole opening 30 minute sequence of them looking for luke was boring as shit you didn't like it no i was like what is the point of this i could see that 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 I could see that, but also counter argument is would be that if the, if you didn't have a problem with the first forty minutes of the previous movie, it should be a non-issue. But I did have a problem with it. Okay, so okay then. I thought this one had more value because they set it up. They were looking for droids. They knew they were being looked for by the Empire. Luke thought he saw it, and so he said he was going to stay behind. So there was reason for it, and you had reason to care because you knew something was wrong. Whereas the first one, it's just like, we're on a desert planet because we're here now. I think they just dragged it on way too long. Yeah. I mean, again, pacing isn't the best in the original trilogy. 
the music is finally showing its strengths. Oh I'm yeah. This. John John Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They actually used the Imperial March this time. Mm-hmm. It was the first time they used it, and it was is lit, to say the least. <laughs> Cody, do you like Darth Vader? Just a little. Like, we can jump ahead to Dagobah and meeting Yoda. And again, they don't know how to write mentors. They never specify how long Luke is on Dagobah, do they? No, not that I remember. Did you have anything for Dagobah, Britt? Um, really, just like the way they portrayed Yoda on it was really annoying like i always like held yoda in like high esteem as this wise person but when you first meet him like this guy's annoying i don't know because he was like trying to steal stuff from luke i think yeah and he just seemed like a creepy old hermit type thing yeah just like i was like that's weird yeah that's all i really had about the scene i really didn't take as many notes this time because you had less issues with it We'll talk about that. <laughs> they do a good job of making Anakin and the prequels have the same issues that Luke does in this episode. And I guess the next episode he has troubles with like anger and focusing and putting his emotions behind him. And I thought that was cool. Like it's showing maybe the Jedi way isn't the proper way and that's why there's so much difficulty in getting that mindset. thought it was cool. I like how they tried so hard to keep a continuity between six movies basically yoda basically tells luke he has a sister he says there is another i put leia and han romance is dumb <laughs> yeah yeah as you mentioned earlier it's just very silly because leia eventually kisses him and i'm like why are they even doing this this makes no sense i hate this yeah like why why is that a thing um i mean i think they just kind of banked on the fact that they have chemistry whether or not they developed it or not yeah, they just knew something would happen. Like, yeah, like Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford are great actors and they worked well together. But they didn't even, they just were like, here you go, here's a couple. Um, Cloud City, yeah, I, I definitely took less notes on this as well because, again, I felt like there was less issues with it. The fight on Cloud City, the infamous, I'm your father, blah, blah, blah. Do you have anything else, really, for this movie? Nothing really relevant. Just memes. Me neither. More shit posts. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. Overall, it was felt like more of a movie. Yeah, for sure. It wasn't just some random story from a kid. Yeah. A lot more cohesive, for sure. Yeah. From what I remember, of course. It was definitely, and it made me think of the first one in a better light because I was like, okay, so there's a reason that one existed. Now. They did good with all that build-up, I guess, the setup. Mm-hmm. Okay. What would you rate it? Because I gave mine first last time. I gave it a 7.5. Okay. I gave it a light 9, strong 8. Okay. I thought it was a movie, whereas episode <laughs> 4 seemed like a project. <laughs> like, okay. they took the story a little more serious. They expanded on things that they set up in the previous one without going too crazy it was just i felt like the editing was better the sound was better and just i cared i guess is the best way to put it rob i'm gonna say a solid eight 
Right. Yeah, def definitely, definitely a much better, more, from what I remember, a much better and more cohesive storyline. Episode six. One more. You got it. Ready? We good? Ready. Good, Rob. Ready, spaghetti. Oh, I'm ready. Okay, first note that I took. <laughs> you guys are gonna hate it. They try Probably. so hard to make sure you know the empire is evil, but what do they really do? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> what is the empire right, doing we're... wrong? All right, we're gonna, we're gonna have to lock you up, sir. You're, you're, you're losing it. <laughs> I put the pig costumes for the Jabba's palace were gross, like just bad. <laughs> they were just muppets, oh basically. Yeah. Hey, whoa, whoa! Did we miss the part that uh, Han is in carbonate now? Yeah, that yeah, happened at the end. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, end of last movie. Yeah, because yeah, the last movie, Yeah, we, we had the whole Cloud City fiasco, the Cloud City incident. Yeah, it was. Yeah. it was just an interesting part. I was like, wow, that's like a cool betrayal, and like this is definitely gonna help make plot for the next movie. So yeah, that happened. Sure did. Although, oh, we do see uh, Billy D. Williams later on. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. In uh, the third movie, I forgot about that. He definitely redeems himself. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure that was a plot point. Known. It is known. I think Jabba comes back, I don't know, because he was in the fourth movie, not in the fifth movie at all, and in the sixth movie, he's just here, and he's just like a dictator, basically. He's a mob boss, essentially, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a gangster. Yeah. yeah. He's crazy. I wish there was more canon lore on Jabba and the Huts and what they do, you know? Because I feel like there's such a mysterious character and race that I just want to know more about them. Uh, I mean, not movie-wise, but in terms of the lore, uh, they're just gangster people. There's very, very few of them are uh, have any redeeming qualities from what, I, what mm -hmm. I've read before. They're just shitty people. I like that there's no mystery to them. They're just, they are what they are. Yeah. There was at yeah. one point before the old canon got taken away when Disney bought them that there was a hut Jedi. <laughs> There was like a story about a hut Jedi and how they were strong or something weird. I don't know. It was dumb. That's weird. Um, it's a very interesting take. Mm -hmm. This movie had another droid little storyline with them being taken by Jabba. And I was instantly having like war flashbacks to episode four. And I was just waiting for it to end. <laughs> Why do you hate the droids so much? They're just boring. I don't care. I can't relate to robots. As weird as it sounds for me to say, I, that does sound really weird. <laughs> I can't relate. Cody, do you hate your own kind? Is that what's going on here? Yeah, probably. Can you relate to robots, Rob? Oh, dude, totally. They have, they have programmed feelings too, you know. And then probably the worst scene in the entire original trilogy is the dance scene. I guess the music scene. Yeah, there was like a freaking musical in the middle of the movie, like. I was really confused. Uh, what part are you talking about? They're in Jabba's. There's the weird oh, with... multi-species pop band singing. And just yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Is this the thing he added in? Because I don't remember this being in the, the first movie. He probably did because there was definitely CGI aliens singing and stuff. Yeah. I pr Oh, she was like actually singing, not like cantina music, right? Yeah. It was her singing. That, I think, was added in. Yeah, okay. It was a woman, or a female-ish character, right? It was a female, and there was, like, a brief second or two of a man singing. But I'm pretty sure that was what was added in. Yeah. I don't 100% It wouldn't surprise sure me, because I was like, this is terrible, and I don't, I don't like it. Like, this is probably the worst part of the entire movie, if not trilogy. Please stop. 
it's still weird and doesn't seem necessary to me. Like, I get it, you're like a club mobster, but this can just be background. It doesn't need to be a scene, you know? Yeah, I thought I was, like, tripping. <laughs> you thought the 80s were, like, seeping into you? Yeah, I was real confused. I was like, this is a joke, right? Like, this is a weird version of the movie that we got. Like, this isn't the actual movie. Nope, 80s were definitely a weird time. Uh, Luke shows up to Jabba's palace and just kills people instantly. <laughs> it's the two palace guards he shows up and force chokes them until they die. Yeah, I wrote that down. <laughs> Which I think is a... Um a thing about how you can succumb to your emotions to the dark side. I think force choke is not a light uh, Jedi. Yeah. Jedi light. I thing. wonder if they were trying to go for, Oh, did Luke turn in between the last two movies? Like, is he now a bad guy? Cause he shows up in black robes, just force choking people and he doesn't have his lightsaber anymore and he's not with Leia. So did something happen? Like, I think maybe they were trying to get that message across. And then they immediately, like, or, oh no, he's still a Jedi. I was real, like, put off by him force-choking people. I was like, this is not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. There's a couple of things that, like, I know that's one of them, but there's a couple of them that are just definitely not okay. And I think, pretty sure that's one of them. And I would be, a very, I was very, I, thinking back, I'm like, that's a very weird thing to think about. Mm -hmm. The, when they're on the party ship, party barge, whatever they call it, do they have a name for it? Uh, I think it's barge. Yeah, Jabba's barge. And I mentioned this before, but when Luke is using lightsabers and hitting people, there's no damage. He just hits them and people are falling over. And I wonder if mm. that's because it's 80s and they didn't want to do all those effects, or what's up with that? I think they try to keep it somewhat innocent. Yeah, to keep it PG, because they can't show people getting like, yeah. sliced in half. Yeah. Only sometimes. Only if it's Ben Kenobi. He didn't get sliced in half. He just disintegrated. No, like he cut off someone's arm. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but that's just the arm. He's the he's a monster too. Um, they go to the forest moon of Endor. There's all the Ewoks. They're kind of weird. I don't like them. Do you like Ewoks, Rob? <laughs> I love the Ewoks. How do you hate yes. the Ewoks? I don't. I... God, you're a monster. <laughs> I think this is what it what it comes down to. Yeah, I love Ewoks. I think they're adorable. I didn't say they I hate them. Adorable. I just don't like them. That's all I'm saying. Either you love them or you hate them. You either love them or you're literally Hitler. Okay. Like, that's really what it comes down to, Cody. Pretty much. But he also is a sympathizer, so. He is a, he is a uh, empire synthesizer. Sympathizer. synthesizer. I don't know. What are we, what word are we using? <laughs> oh, God. No. Ewoks look like a cat I used to have, so. Yeah, that's why you're attached to them. I thought that the land speeders were a super ineffective way to get around because you make one wrong turn, you just explode. And there's no way to yeah. avoid it. I thought that was really funny. So, I was just like, why would they introduce this terribly ineffective way? And I was like, oh wait, it's Star Wars. Why wouldn't you? I don't know why they introduced Leia as his sister. What was the reason for it? Why did they suddenly in the very last movie say, oh, by the way, you have a sister now? Was it supposed to aid in Darth Vader becoming good again? Didn't Yoda reference that? But not, like, explicitly, and then Darth saying that kind of, like, uh, is it meant to be, like, a device to make him frustrated or I angry? I think, didn't Ben say that? One of them. One of them said that. Because that was Yoda's last word, so I don't think he really talked about it. I think it was Ben that mentioned it. But 
I don't know, it just felt weird, like, why wasn't Luke enough? Because Vader thought he could corrupt one person, but, oh no, I have two kids that I already knew about. I put down Vader doesn't seem... He seems very unhappy with Emperor from the get-go of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I, whereas, whereas previously he's just like, okay, I'll do your evil Yeah, thing. he was just it's the lapdog. Okay. And I think that's because of Luke, and that's what they're trying to portray. It's like, oh, Luke is in the picture now. He realizes there's another path for him. Or something. Yeah, like there's more meaning. Because uh, from my understanding, this is the first time he's seen as, sees Luke. Like, ever. Um. Yeah, he... You know? I think he maybe catches a glimpse of him at the end of episode four. But he just sees him as a person, really. Like, right. he doesn't recognize right. now who he, he knows. Is. Who, Vader? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they battle in episode five? Yeah, that's what he said. I thought you said episode four. I no. Thought. Sorry. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, like, at that point, he, rec- like, thinking back to, way back to what happened, how they uh, adjust for this in the movies, is that Padme takes the kids away. So, like, really, this is, like, the first time he's seen them. That. Right. Yeah, I don't even think Padme takes them away. I think, well, does she tell them where to take it, or does she just, like, get them away? Um, I just read this, too. Why? <laughs> Why? I was curious. Yeah, because you haven't seen episode three, so you don't know like the whole thing yeah. behind yeah. that. Um, Things happen. Yeah, some yeah. stuff goes down. Did you have anything else, Britt? Not really. The only question I had was like, how did people, like viewers, react when Vader like became good again and killed the Emperor? Probably happy. I mean, I wasn't there, but I'm assuming they thought it was a... I didn't know if it was, like, a shock to anyone. Probably, yeah. Because for six years, Vader was seen as the biggest, baddest villain. He was the epitome of villain in cinema. I didn't take as many notes this time because I was actually, like, enthralled in the movie. So is this one your favorite? I think so, yeah. Huh. What about you, Rob? No, I think... Of the throat. I think the second was my favorite because it expand. I really, I really enjoy. Kind of like Stranger Things was not, I think, as good, but it's still an enjoyable movie. I, I enjoy the movies that do a lot more expo- not exposition, but more of like deepening the lore. Right. Uh, even if it's not nearly as exciting. Right. Mm-hmm. So what would you give so, it, like at seven point five? That's still. Good. I think like eight, eight-ish, somewhere around there. I still think it's better than the first. The. the uh, the start of the trilogy. A New Hope. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the name of this. I know we're watching, or watched, yeah. or read about Wikipedia. <sighs> yeah, I'd probably give it an 8 as well. I don't think it was as strong as episode 5. Definitely better than episode. So I didn't want to knock it too hard. I just preferred, I feel like episode 5, it was more constant things happening. It definitely, it, it, it definitely deepened the lore too, but it also tied up a lot of loose ends where you can't really like ponder what does it all mean. Who won? Uh, Rob's going to win. I'm, a, I'm about to win. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's let's not pretend that I'm good at this. I made some really stupid mistakes early mm-hmm. on. Yeah. <laughs> so, Britt, what would your rating be? Eight. Okay. What'd you give up? So, this was your favorite? Yeah. Huh. Six and a half, seven and a half, eight. I would say generally, it's, it's, to me, that's kind of the trend of this this trilogy. Is it, it definitely starts off really rough if we're comparing it to 
contemporary movies, but if if we look at the historical context, uh, it definitely, I think, stood out on its own. I think Mm -hmm. it's weird that I see, out of all the movies, Return of the Jedi get the most flack, especially after seeing A New Hope so recently. I'm like, why is this movie not seen as the worst of the three? And I think it's because people like it so much because of what it started. They Mm -hmm. can't look at it objectively. I always see people saying Return of the Jedi is the worst and it's the weirdest of the three movies, but I think it's fine. I, I think pre-edits, it it was fine. I think post-edits made it more weird. Like when they made a young Anakin in there and they had all the different, like, no, I, I have no problem with the, the guy himself. I just, I, I it's think a weird the, the additions, <laughs> they don't do it justice. Why is he young? Yeah, when they're, compared to everybody else. They're the age they were when they died. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the originals. I don't know if you guys have any other lasting thoughts. Brittany, what did you think of the trilogy? Not that you could say you fully saw it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's about what I expected, but maybe a little better. Because, like, honestly, I hear most fanboys, like, shit on the tri- original trilogy just because they're so hypercritical of the things they love. Mm-hmm. And, like, the biggest thing is, like, all the edits George Lucas put in, like, in the later releases. But well, those are a little legitimate. Yeah, but, like, people, like, freak out over those things. So I was like, okay, let's see how bad these movies are. But, like, no, like, they're actually movies. So, it was fun. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely, definitely was. They, they, it was a, I think it's a fun journey, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're not, like, awful. They're not, like, The Room or anything else like that. Like, just being terrible, terrible movies. They're just, they're, it, from the, the, our current perspective, it's like, yeah, it could be better. The, and they're yeah. generally good movies that just expand on themselves and get better as you watch them uh okay so next week we're gonna talk about the prequels are you gonna be on that rob or you don't know yet oh no i'm just give me a date um i as long as it's not on a friday i could definitely do it um Uh, i will be there we'll have to be square figure it out because we recorded this one so late we need time to watch yeah the three movies um yeah and push it back next next weekend that's fine to me okay well we'll have this episode up tomorrow probably spoilers We're recording this on tuesday and then next week will be prequels so get ready to hear even lower scores basically okay can we not <laughs> just bash these movies because they're easy targets they're not amazing I'm neither was the original going to trilogy take the same level of notes that i took on the first three me too and i am going to shit post Perfect. So we're gonna have. So basically, we'll be we'll spend an hour talking about how Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord. Got it. I was gonna talk about sand mostly. Okay. It hurts and gets gets on your skin. That's of course. not the line. I don't. It's, I don't shit post that. So <laughs> it, I don't know. it hurts. You were the chosen one, Rob. <laughs> I know. We're, I didn't hate devolving. the movie, so that's the problem. We're devolving. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's let's kill this before it gets worse. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Check us out next week and. Get ready for Last Jedi because we got another month of Star Wars, basically. Uh, any final words, Rob? It's been a minute since you've been on. Anything you want to say? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Okay, that's. I fine. enjoyed this. This was nice. This was nice. I'm glad you had fun. Can't wait to have you on next time. Fun fact: I was gonna rate this out of a uh, Yoda species, but we don't know what species Yoda is. So hey. That's a thing. I'm glad I have that knowledge in my life now. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye.